First, I just wanted to thank Avi. I'm so lucky that my parents found you and that you helped guide them in the uh, difficult process of just accepting me the way I am. I believe with all my heart that my mother and father just want the best for me um, and that they always have, but I also know it was extremely difficult for them to navigate the situation that we found ourselves in. Thank you for being an incredible support, not only for my parents, but for my whole family and for being my advocate when I really could not speak up for myself. I also just wanted to thank my parents. Um, Tati, thank you for always being there for me and loving me how I am, loving me unconditionally. Um, and Mommy, you are strong and you are patient and you are so generous. Although you have a hard time understanding just how wonderful you are, I will forever admire and respect the love that you endlessly give to your family, your friends, and the entire community. Don't cry, I'm sorry. <laughs> Okay, I just wanted to say before I get into what I wanted to tell all of you that me being here is a big step all in itself. I recognize that I have made leaps and bounds and that I'm a better, healthier person because of the work I've done with my parents' support and with Avi's help behind the scenes. I want to be honest and say that a year ago I would not have been able to stand up or sit down in a room full of parents and speak about my experiences. So. When I do say what I have to say, I hope you understand that it is genuine. It comes from a place of respect for myself and for the Frum community. It comes from a desire to help other parents to help their children. I want you to hear it from my perspective, the child's perspective. Okay, let me tell you a little bit about me. I grew up as a, you know, fairly quote-unquote normal child, the oldest of four in a very loving home. Um, when I hit third grade, the problems began. I can't tell you exactly what happened to me because the truth is I barely remember. I've blocked it out. When I think about my time in yeshiva up until eighth grade, not many memories come to the surface. My mother tells me things about how I was bullied and about how people treated me poorly, but I don't remember most of it. While I may not remember all the extreme harassment and abuse, I know what happened and the way it left its mark on me. Ninth grade was a complete nightmare. I grew extremely depressed and suicidal, and I developed a loathing for the Frum community, a bitter resentment that everyone had done me so wrong. I skipped class and went to the basement of the school to cry in a curled-up ball on the floor of a dark and empty classroom. I began questioning the beliefs, and my parents didn't know how to handle my sudden explosion of grief and anger. I don't blame them, because they had no idea what to do when their oldest child completely went off the rails, but it took me a long time to forgive them for it. I turned to the outside world, and I began living a double life. I hung out with people I should not have been around, and I put myself in dangerous situations that I'm lucky to have emerged from at all. But honestly, I had little to no regard for my life, um, and sometimes I thought that I'd just be better off dead. So if I didn't emerge from these situations, I don't think I would have cared. I knew what it felt like to be utterly and hopelessly alone. It's hard to put into words exactly how agonizing the pain I felt was, but I'll do my best because I think it's important to hear. The word itself, the word pain, is an understatement. Imagine being a young adult already dealing with the struggles of growing up that most kids have to deal with. Add to that 
waking up every morning and wishing you hadn't. Having to exert so much effort to carry out basic human functions, such as eating and sleeping, and some days being too depressed to do even that. It's going over a bridge on the school bus or watching your mother chop up vegetables and having to combat the screaming voices in your head telling you to do very bad things. Because maybe you can run down the aisle, pry open the doors and jump. And maybe you can sneak into the kitchen at two in the morning and hold a cold blade in your hand. Having to stash your Ziploc bag full of pills under your sitter in your desk drawer, just in case. Writing and rewriting suicide notes. Day in and day out, just trying to shut out the scheming, self-deprecating, loathing, ever-present voices in your head. Depression and all its relatives, so to speak, do not discriminate, and they prey on the isolated. They prey on people like me who held all the pain inside and had no one to turn to. Being in a community that is structured around Achtus and helping our neighbors only added insult to injury because I knew that if I opened up about what had happened to me, I would be alienated even further. So instead, I shut myself down and cut myself off from everyone who I thought was supposed to help me and keep me safe. I turned to friends who roped me into doing awful things. I went places that put my life in danger. I swallowed and smoked things that put my life in danger. I acted out in ways I never dreamt I could because I had no other way to deal with the enormous pain I felt inside. I turned to people who would hang around me because I craved any sort of attention, any sort of validation and expression of my feelings. I am now in a place where I realize my worth, but two or three years ago I did not even think of myself as human. I thought of myself as a degenerate, a horrible being that deserved absolutely nothing. I felt like the scum of the earth. The reason that I'm being so graphic and sharing uncomfortable details is because I hope to make you aware of how horrible this feels. I want everyone to understand that drug addiction, suicidal thoughts and behaviors, self-harm, and everything along those lines do not happen to bad or crazy kids or bad or crazy people. It happens to people in pain, and I cannot stress this enough, to people who feel absolutely alone. I was just a kid. I was scared and vulnerable and clueless and alone. From Kaid aside, beliefs aside, I want to express that we are all human, and no human deserves to suffer at the hands of something that is supposed to be a beautiful and enriching lifestyle. No human deserves to feel inferior and small because they are different. No human being deserves to experience the heartache of feeling abandoned. No human, let alone a hurting and traumatized child, should know what it feels like to sit next to family members and feel like they're strangers. I want to change this. I want kids to be accepted how they are and loved unconditionally, regardless of what they're going through. My parents' support saved my life, and if they had not taken Avi's advice and done the tremendous work on themselves that they did, there could have been a very different outcome in my life today. I have friends who struggled with their Yiddishkeit too, and their parents were not as forgiving and supportive. I'm not in contact with them, and some of them are not here for me to be in contact with because they either overdosed or killed themselves or got into situations that ultimately ended in, in their deaths. And when I do run into someone who's still around, I can still see the, the misery in their eyes. I'm extremely lucky that my parents decided to make this change. 
I'm extremely lucky that they found Avi and that they were able to put aside their pride and support me like only parents know how. I had family to care about me when I did not care about myself. I had family who wanted me alive when I felt that I had absolutely no reason to be. There is no one whose support will mean more to a child than their parents. It is an entirely unmatched feeling. I didn't always want help. I shut my parents out a lot of the time. I was ashamed and I carried so much guilt. It took me a long time to build myself back up. The knowledge that I had a team always supporting me and cheering me on helped tremendously, even when I didn't utilize it. And it continues to help me because I'm not where I'd like to be, but I am so much better than I was. If you take anything away from what I've said here today, let it be this. Please, please do not put your pride and your faith over your child's physical and mental health. I know it can be hard. I know that when your child acts out and rebels against the life you want for them, it's hurtful. But as much pain as you feel, theirs is ten times worse. Please be the support for them and be on their team. I cannot stress how much this meant to me and how much it would mean to any child who is in an unbearable amount of pain. In the long run, I know parents just want their children to be happy, safe, and healthy. I also know that no parent wants to spend nights and nights and sleepless nights ruminating over what they could have done differently if their child was still here. If you are there for your son or daughter when they are in crisis, you can help make sure that they get to a good place. I hope that if you accept Avi's help, you will do your best to keep a fully open mind and heart and understand that it makes a difference. Your unconditional love and acceptance can be the difference. The difference between life and death for a hurting but still beautiful child. Thank you. This is Avi Fischoff from Twisted Parenting. To be added to my broadcast, please send a WhatsApp request to 718-902-6666.